Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Great to be with you on a Monday. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency, the holiday edition as we are in here on Labor Day. Too big a week, man. It is Colorado, Nebraska week. It is Buff week. And uh, we'll be out there in Estes and in Boulder setting the scene for you. Uh, We will be at Big Red of the Rockies Thursday. Of course, the Gary Michaels event Friday. And hunkered down pre and post game for you at Blur. Blur parties, man. We'll talk to Stacy tomorrow. But it's all set. The difference being, Elijah, is... Well, Nebraska is not going in 1-0. That has dampened your mood a little bit as a Nebraska fan. And who'd have thought the Buffs would walk in ranked 1-0 and the talk and toast of college football? We'll uh, tackle all of that. Numbers to get in today at 489-1240. 489-1240. First hours for you. And in hour two, the Blackshirt Hour, Charlie McBride, Mr. Blackshirt, will get us kicked off. His thoughts on the good from Minnesota and uh, what you need to take with you to Boulder. Uh, Blackshirt Husker NFLer Jay Moore going to join us at 525. But always welcome to check in with us. A couple of different ways to do so. Phone lines, email, chris at hailvarsity.com. And uh, fire up the uh, the YouTube channel, Hail Varsity YouTube, watch us there. Watch us on the Hail Varsity Radio uh, Twitter feed at H Varsity Radio. Plenty of thoughts from Coach Rule to get to today, and uh, we'll uh, we'll ask you to, to lay down on the the leather couch and just kind of get where your psyche's at post Minnesota, pre Colorado. Elijah, we got someone uh, jumping in with us. Yeah, we have Michael on the line. But before we get there, I do just have one quick point to make here. I've been thinking about this all afternoon. Um, you know how some people out there say we need to put the, the Christ back in Christmas? Sure, yes. And, and Which I, I don't think is a bad thought at all. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm for it. I think it's fun to see us, though, here putting the labor back in Labor Day. <laughs> Look at us. Like, during football season, we're, we're, we're bringing the holiday back to Jesus, <laughs> us. <laughs> but, but hey, well, I think we're... The, the reason for, for the that. holiday. The reason for the holiday is labor. And look at us putting in our labor on a Monday. And I will not lie to you. I woke up this morning, and it was great weekend. Loved being at Pearl Jam. Loved spending time with Cranach and BP. Loved uh, getting the meat sweats on a Friday night at, at 8.30. Uh, loved eating pizza at 3 a.m. Uh, before my flight. 
it was it was just a, it was a great time. The game was tough for Nebraska fans, but we just we had such a good time doing live shows and seeing all the the listeners and, and Nebraska fans. So we we absolutely appreciate you there. But man, everyone's just ready to well, the season's done. I mean that's that's the the mood right now, yeah. and I know I know Thursday sucked if if you're a big Red fan, and I know it's the same movie, and it's the same sort of torture. I just listen. I know it's Monday, but I don't think it's going to go awful for you Saturday. I just don't. I'll I'll explain. I'll get there. We've got a whole week of great Husker and Colorado guests lined up. We're going to be on site for you. And I lo- I wish Nebraska Colorado played every year. I love this. I, and as much as as a, as a kid, I didn't like Colorado growing up. There's a there's a healthy respect for them, and there's now some wow for me because of what they did. I don't think TCU is very good, but for them to do what they did with 87 transfers, uh, shell out four different hundred yard receivers, and not blink, dude. Prime did. What he said he was going to do, brought his Louie, and, and man, Louie performed. They were incredible. They, for, that's a big win for them to get that early. Yeah, and I've, I've been saying it all offseason long. I said this to you off air. I've been saying pretty much most of the offseason. I, I, I wasn't as high on Colorado as a lot of people in Colorado. I didn't think that game one was going to look that great for them. But I've been saying all summer long that Prime's had a method to his madness. Every single time we've heard one of the weird stories, I've been laying out, hey, there's a method to this madness. Like, Oh, if one of your teammates is in a fight, you're going to fight? That's showing. That's like bringing your team together and putting everyone mm-hmm. on the same side and saying, hey, you're going to stand up for your teammates. You're going to be there for each other. There's been method to his madness. Did I expect it to pop in week one like that? No, not necessarily. But I think if you thought that Colorado was going to be a pushover and they were going to be a mess this year and they didn't have any talent, I don't think you've really been paying attention. I, th- I think the, the more surprising thing is how quickly it looked like it gelled into week mm, one. That's absolutely But it. if you didn't think that there was talent on that Colorado team, you were just paying attention to people on Twitter and not actually paying attention to the news because Prime brought in a whole bunch You're of ho- talent. You were hoping they weren't going to be this good this early. Yeah, exactly. That's absolutely it. we got Michael on the phone Michael, lines. thanks for your patience uh, while we keep uh, running our mouth. Go for it. Thanks for the phone call. Hey, good to be on with you guys. So I was at the game on Thursday. Full disclosure, I am a Gopher fan. And I just got to say that those were two, I think, really top-of-the-line Big Ten defenses. And, look, I don't like that we started with a conference game any more than you do. I think that's unnecessary stress. And since there's no, since there's no preseason in college football, you know, I wish we could get some of those easier games first. But, boy, I was impressed with, you know, what Matt Rule was able to do defensively in such a short time. And Nebraska also had an offensive identity, you know, through that power run game. So, you know, I'm obviously really happy the Gophers elated. The Gophers got the win. I thought they deserved to do so. But, you know, Nebraska is definitely on the right track. And I guess, you know, I think, I think the Matt Rule era, it's, it's the first time I've been nervous during a Nebraska game in a long time. I'll tell you that. <laughs> wow. You're just waiting for something bad to happen for Nebraska. And you're like, yeah, it's going to happen. There it is. Well, two turnovers. You guys turned him into points. And, hey, uh, great atmosphere. Student section was electric. Uh, Gopher fans like pouring a beer with Nebraska fans, win or lose. It's been more on the, on, the, on the win side of things for Minnesota recently, Michael. And, yeah, I mean, there's some things to work with for Nebraska. You just got to make sure they're they're portable with you and you have the right personnel to to make those corrections. I think you do staff-wise. I think you absolutely do 
with some uh, some of your personnel choices, but there's also some limitations. Or you're hoping specifically at quarterback, your quarterback can kind of change from what he's been, and that's turnover sure. prone. But you see a ton of athleticism. Mike, I appreciate you saying hi. Thanks for the phone call today. Absolutely. Take it easy. All right. Good to hear from him. Michael, the Gopher fan, chiming in. And that's that's some praise there for what Nebraska looked like under Coach Rule but just couldn't finish the deal. I, I don't know that I don't know that Nebraska's gonna be in this same realm, although it's already happened in game one where they're gonna absolutely break your heart every week or be in a I do believe they'll probably be in, in one score games about every Saturday yep. for most of the season. Mm-hmm. I guess my faith level, if I'm looking at this at, at covering different programs over the years, is Matt Rule will find a way to get it fixed. Well, and, and one of the things we laid out before the season even started, back when we were at the uh, the Pinnacle Bank Championships for golf, was that Nebraska's record this season is really going to come down to how well Nebraska does in one score games. Because we laid it out back then. I think nine or ten of the games on the schedule, you can look at preseason and say, yeah, that's that's probably going to be a one-score game at some point in the fourth quarter. And Thursday night was no different. You're now 0-1-1, and I think we laid it out back then. If you want to make it to a bowl, you just got to go 501-score games. And what Nebraska has on Saturday, I think based on what I saw from TCU and based on what I saw from Nebraska against Minnesota, I think Nebraska has a better defense than TCU. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. I don't think Nebraska necessarily has a more put-together offense than TCU. But I think you have some weapons, and I think you have an offensive line that's going to be able to make some hay in the running game because TCU ran for over 200 yards on that Colorado defense. I think you are going to have some opportunities, and I think at the end of the day, it's most likely going to be another one-score game on Saturday. Can Nebraska get to back to 500 and one-score games if, if it goes how I think it will? Mm-hmm. That's going to be the question on Saturday because I, I don't see either team running away with it on Saturday, and a lot of people thought Nebraska could run away with it, put those hopes to bed. This, this offense of Colorado has way too much talent for Nebraska to pull it away. slow burn, my friend. What it's going to be is it's going to be Nebraska's defense trying to carry the water for Nebraska's offense, and, uh, and I think it's going to be a close, lower-scoring game. If I had to bet right now, I'd bet the under on, I think, 64 points is the total right now. I'd look under on that. I don't think that, that Nebraska's defense is even close to as bad as what I saw from TCU on film. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I am. So it comes down to me, can Nebraska in another close game get it done on Saturday? Because I believe it's going to be a close game. Brennan chimes in. We'll get to more of your comments in the stream. We'll get to some of your emails as well. Chris at HaleVarsity.com can dial us up, 800-825-5865, where you hear us across the state, and uh, 489-1240. So Brennan nails it, our dear friend from the Black Hills. I think it's safe to declare uh, week one of college football knee-jerk week. Uh, So much... Uh, of good football is how consistent you are. Are you a flash in the pan who's regressed from last year? Time will tell. That is part of what I'm taking with me into Boulder Saturday if I'm, if I'm looking at these things. Does Colorado have weapons and choices and talent? Yeah. Do they have the lines of scrimmage to, uh, to, to stand up to a phone booth game, and that's what Nebraska will want to make this. That's what Nebraska needs to make this. Can they hammer away and take it to the fourth quarter? Game plan was working, except, like, you always got to just preface this, except for the turnovers, and I know that was part of the game. Uh, your job is to not commit those uh, or, or have folks in the game that, that won't commit them. Uh, but Nebraska's 
line of thinking Thursday night was we need one more score. And I'm not playing for Nebraska when I say we. I'm, I'm giving you a thought bubble from the coaches. And they needed one more knockout shot. Points of any kind. Three, seven. And that's why they went deep early in the fourth quarter. That's why Grant was in at the eight-minute mark. Uh, he he has the best ability of the backs to take it the distance. And he had a nice run on that, that carry, and then it got stripped away. Minnesota just made some fantastic plays, made their own luck, and then uh, finished it off uh, with uh, just the poise, and that's what Coach Fleck talked about. Poise is also going to be the theme this week. And poise is about Nebraska establishing – uh, and continuing this this run first identity uh, based on physicality and it's also about prime and poise all right how do they handle and react mm-hmm. to again the back slaps the love fest the features the attention now Dion will get a statue build of him in boulder if he opens the season up two and0 you beat TCU as a 21 at 20 in a point, 20 point and a half dog, mm-hmm. you went outright. And then if you take down Colorado, I should say you take down Nebraska as your home opener at Colorado, everyone wearing black and gold is going to just fall to their knees and worship. Because look what you've done through two games. Man, you're the toast of college football. Enjoy this week. You've earned it as the toast of college football, Colorado. But can you lock in and focus your kids? I have no worries that Dion and his staff will be hard on them in a way to, to get them prepped so they're not feeling themselves. But it's reality. It's human nature to, to stop back and admire maybe what you just did. Can they keep going? Uh, can Colorado respond to being a, a, a team that has a much greater outlook than originally thought? Can Nebraska respond to continuing to, to build to be the team they want to be? Yes, the defense and special teams are, are, are nice additions to this 2023 season. Can the offense do what they're supposed to do, and that's take care of the football, grind it out, get you about 21 points? Can your passing game not be a liability? Can your quarterback – that's the other thing. Like, what, what is Jeff Sims going to do this week? And how does he respond? Because, man, he's super talented with his legs, got a live arm, and he's a guy you want as someone that can make plays for you on offense. But when push comes to shove, is he going to be able to make the right decision in a key moment or two? Not asking him to play perfect. The next interception, don't throw your six-pack through your your 70-inch flat screen. Uh, if it happens with two minutes to go and it's a tie ball game, really don't do that because you're you're going to be on TV number three after two weeks college football, assuming you, you threw it through your TV set after the Minnesota interception. There, there, a lot will unfold and be told Saturday about, uh, about 2 o'clock Central Time with how Nebraska is, how you're feeling as a fan base, and what the reality of Colorado is. And it's going to be absolutely fun all week to try and uh, get it figured out. 489-1240. But with, with Nebraska and your level of optimism and interest, I mean, it has swung. 
bumping into Nebraska fans at the airport, bumping into folks out and about in Minneapolis. Yeah, you're not happy about a loss. You're not pleased with how it went down. I mean, it was the, the same old torture. That said, the the outlook and, and excitement has swung after one loss, <laughs> and it's some PTSD because of previous coaching changes where, man, you're in this here-we-go-again mode. If you're on hold, stay there. We'll get you in in just a moment. But it, it has flipped, Elijah, like the line. It's gone from eight-and-a-half Nebraska favorite to now the Buffs are a two-point favorite in Vegas. That's where the Nebraska fan base and the, I guess the belief here that, that year one can be, at minimum, a bowl season, it all hinges on Saturday, and you're not feeling great about it going in. I feel better. I feel better about how Saturday can can be a good day for Nebraska. We'll tell you more, uh, get to more of your calls. Great to be with you on Labor Day. It's Hail Varsity Radio, and we're presented by Currency.